welcome to Personal to Profitable. Hey, I'm Rannon, personal brand mentor and photographer. Real stories of entrepreneurship and motherhood, strategies for turning passion into profit, plus encouragement for pursuing the and that's on your heart are all topics you can expect here. Because we aren't just moms, we're multi-passionate women who have presence with purpose. The other day I was chatting with a new friend and she had started asking me a little bit about my background and it was really cool to sit and try to describe to someone in person who has not had any assumptions about me or known me in any way, shape, or form um, to describe to her what I used to do and what my life used to be like. And I thought it would be a really fun topic to get on here and talk about, but more so in a way that gives you an idea about how sales in itself doesn't have to be slimy. Whether you're selling a product or a service, you can think of sales in a different way. And I want to talk about that and how I used this mindset in my past career to um, have successful sales and how I kind of look at them now that I'm in more of a service standpoint. So let's just dive in. So on top of running the creative direction and the product photography, the social media, the marketing, all of that for the online version of this store, um, there were times I was needed on the sales floor and I love sales. I love observing people. I love clothes. It really was a win-win-win to do this. Um, And when I was able to do this, there was always a few different types of people that were kind of expected to come in. You know, there's always the edgy, cool mom. There was the sweet, conservative gal. Um, You know, those are just a couple examples. But as soon as they walked in, I was able to know exactly which brands to go grab just based on their style and based on if they were a repeat customer thinking through their purchase history. And this was technically a service in itself. In addition to that, when presenting different options, I was always able to naturally give that person ideas and different tips or viewpoints so that they could see the product that I was selling to them as their best option and of course, make the sale. I wanna point out here that when someone comes to you with their wallet in hand, whether that's literally in person, like in a store setting, or virtually with them ready to type in a CC and work with you, this person wants to spend money. And it's not about frivolously spending. Um, It's about having the privilege for many people to do so. And honestly, spending money is fun. Think about it. We work hard and enjoy the opportunity to use our money how we want to. It's truly a disservice to both you and your potential clients to not be positioning what you have to offer in a way that can help the client or the customer see it correctly. You can do this and provide a really amazing experience to the client when you first get to know them beforehand. And obviously it's a little odd to get to know someone super quickly. So what you can do is actually observe them, ask them questions. You can try to learn a little bit more about their current situation. You can be looking at the visual cues that they're giving you. This is all super quick market research that you can do when you are trying to think of ways to help this person see your solution. If you are catering a service to their needs and you know you have the best solutions or that you specifically are the best solution as a service provider, sales truly does become so much more natural. We just need to position what you have to offer, be it a service or product, as a solution for what the person actually needs and wants, not exactly what it is. I'm going to say that again. 
We need to position what you have to offer, be it a service or product, as a solution for what the client actually needs and wants, not what the service or product exactly is. And I think this specifically is where a lot of people get hung up in sales and marketing. So that being said, I'll offer you two quick examples here. Um, One service base and one product base to think through. For example, in the photography world, which of course is a service, one of my main clientele is a new mom who has literally just gone through childbirth. Thankfully, I have been in her shoes having two babies of my own, so when I'm preparing to serve her in a really quality way, I'm able to know and reference exactly how she feels, what she's struggling with, and what she needs. And many times as service providers, if you really think about it, we're actually serving a younger version of ourselves. And many times that has a lot less to do with age as a number and more so to do with life stage. Um, And that's what makes our jobs really, really eye opening. So one special way that I cater to this situation is by offering my client access to my client closet dresses. She doesn't need photos. She doesn't need my dresses. She just needs one less thing to worry about. She needs something that will actually photograph well on a body that she literally doesn't know how to dress yet. She needs someone she can trust to make her look her best while capturing photos of this big life change. Does that make sense? Is that helpful for you to see how I'm talking about this? When you're able to position this service as even more valuable because of the client experience, It adds a level of solutions to her problem. Okay, another example here for product sellers. Maybe your potential customer is, let's just say, 35 years old and she's busy, she's a working woman, um, and you sell foundation. But what she really needs is a quick fix to smooth and even skin so she can feel confident when leaving the house in a rush. She doesn't specifically just need foundation. She needs simplicity and she needs something quick and something that works. So let's think about this. How can you position your specific foundation as that solution? Why is it the option that can get her out of the house faster? Does it double as an SPF so she can skip a step in her routine? And better yet, how can you create a client experience that also saves her time? You know that's precious to her. Can you order on her behalf, baby? Can you remind her when you know she's likely about to run out? Listen, she doesn't just need foundation. She needs something that's gonna go on quickly and easily, and you can make it even more valuable by adding in the way that you serve. It's why she should shop with you and not just go run to Target, which, hello, takes forever and is super inconvenient for this busy person. Hopefully with those two examples, you can see some common factors and know that it comes down to who the client is working with and how that person makes what they have to offer truly special for their specific client. If you offer a service or you sell products, you are the difference between eh and wow. Yes, of course, it's in what you offer and you do need to have that talent and that special thing, but you get to position and speak to what you're selling in your own way. And that really makes a difference. If you're in business and you don't want sales to feel weird, just be a human and don't make it weird. Make it special. Be a deeper solution. When things start feeling off in sales is when things feel forced, when they feel not genuine or when expectations aren't met. 
you can use this idea in any business. Serve your clients in a way that you would be impressed with if you were on the other end. So if bookings or sales don't first happen when you present the option in the way that you feel is best right now, I'd invite you to, you know, take a look at what you have to offer and see if you can speak about it as a deeper solution. Take a look at your process of onboarding a client or actually collecting the sale. Where can things get simplified for them? Where can you highlight a special or unexpected aspect to what you do or Something I want to be sure and mention is that this isn't always done in just one conversation. This type of marketing and this type of sales is something that you can present to somebody and to an audience as a whole over time. Um, You can do this by creating evergreen content that does this for you that you can continue to refer to. You can do this through your personal branding and how you show up for your audience and the way that you show up for your audience and how you speak daily um, and the topics that you talk about daily or the added value that you bring to the table. Um, This isn't something I want you to just jump the gun with and as soon as you start the next conversation, go in with all of these crazy solutions that I'm, I'm mentioning. You have to respect that client journey and make sure you're not jumping the gun and just um, starting to throw solutions down someone's throat. You want to be sure you are understanding who you're serving, who's coming to you. Think of ways that you can observe them. And yes, you can observe them even online and you should be curious about your clientele. So do that. Take into account that customer journey. Know that they're not always ready right away for you to throw out every single solution and really focus on serving the way that you would want to be served if you don't want sales to feel weird. All that being said, I know that this is a little bit overwhelming and kind of hard to work through on your own. We already have so much on our to-do list, which is exactly why I started offering strategy intensive calls for any of my brand clientele you can find more information on that um, on my website if you're ever interested in diving into that more custom strategy based on exactly what you have to offer i would love to do that with you it's something i'm so passionate about thanks for tuning in to this short and sweet um, chat about sales and service in general and how you can kind of make that your own and go a little bit deeper with the solutions you offer Um, Until next time, I hope you're out there passionately pursuing that and thanks for being here. Did you relate to this episode or feel an idea or two spark for utilizing on your business journey? If so, please take a moment to leave a five-star review. Your feedback and kind words will fuel the free content and conversations produced here. You can find me over on the gram at Paper and Pleather for easy to digest tips, how-tos, and of course, pretty photos. I'd love to hear what your purpose is and how you plan to make it profitable. I truly love to connect with you, but be sure to hit subscribe here before you go.